now. I don't know who he is behind that mask of his, but I do know when we need him. And we need him now. For some reason, the cool bars in Hollywood have to be hard to find and have to have no sign. This is the Cocktail Nation. Well, we lounge Lotharios love a good sports car, and James Krause brings us another good choice in that of the Cobra. Some new music on the way as well tonight from the Hypnotics and Mustard Allegra coming your way. We'll take a look at the World of Swank gig guide and a deep thought coming from me, plus a funny story from history. Now, stuff segment. Let's kick off with Honolulu Transport now and Marvelous. Unwritten 
Combustible Edison and the best is yet to come. That's from their album, The Forbidden Isle of Demos. You can pick it up on Bandcamp and it's definitely worth grabbing. Official website, cocktonation.net to get in touch with me. Shoot me an email. I'll always write back to you. 
And one thing I've been doing lately is I've been finding a lot of classic movies on YouTube. There's an awful lot of them there. So I thought every now and then I might bring you something about what I've just watched. Last night, from 1965, The Heroes of Telemark with Kirk Douglas. Set in German-occupied Norway, resistance fighter Nutz Straud enlists the reluctant physicist Rolf Peterson in an effort to destroy the German heavy water production plant in rural Telemark in Norway. It's a terrific film, and Kirk Douglas, at the age of 49, he's getting all the girls in this one, and he looks fabulous too. Terrific hair. It really does put the whole Oppenheimer movie into uh, perspective. So if you get a chance to check that one out, maybe you hadn't seen it for a long time, from 1965, The Heroes of Telemark. And the thing I loved about it too is that it's in colour. I'm not a big fan of black and white films, so I'm probably always going to choose a colour one over a black and white one. Anyway, definitely check it out. On the Cocktail Nation, it's Auto Universum. Designing and building a sports car to uphold American leadership in every field of transportation. It's a completely new idea in automobiles. It's the Cocktail Nation with Coop Cooper. The appeal of sports cars with their accent on driving dynamics, speed and dashing looks have been a popular item since the dawn of the automobile. The global depression and World War II left the sports car market decimated for a while, but they came back roaring after the war. Joining me is James Krauss from the Auto Universum blog. Time to talk about the AC Cobra. Oh yes, everybody Everybody today knows about the Cobra. They don't know much maybe about the history. Uh, but the car was actually a British roadster called the AC Ace. And... Uh, powered by a variety of different engines, but uh, nothing like what Shelby put in. It just happened that Ford had just come out with a lightweight 221 cubic inch Challenger V8 for their new Fairlane. And it was a very, very small engine on the outside and very lightweight, which made it ideal for engine transplant purposes. The only thing they had to do to the AC Ace was relocate the steering box and put a stronger differential in to withstand the torque of the new engine. Yeah, the original engine was 3.6 liter when they were building a prototype, but in the meantime, Ford came out with two larger versions, a 4.3 liter 260 cubic inch, and finally the famous 289 4.7 liter, and that's what really got the Cobra going. Uh, like the earlier MGTC we discussed, the Cobra was absolutely bare bones. There was no heater, no roll-up windows, hardly any insulation. It was basically a chassis and an engine. Uh, the Cobra made its name at the end of the 1963 season when Dan Gurney took the checkered flag at the 500 kilometers of Bridgehampton, which was a sports car race in New York that, uh, I think only lasted a few more years after that. But that was at a, uh, a 289 Mark I Roadster. And that would be the first, last, and only win for the Cobra in top echelon motorsport. Uh, but it came at a time when the general public really didn't know what a Cobra was. You know, the car enthusiasts knew what it was, but the general public, until this publicity, they had no idea what a Cobra was. And uh, from what I understand, too, it's a, a very, very scary car to drive. <laughs> uh, I don't think, I haven't driven either one, but the uh, the 289, I don't think is. That's supposed to be an excellent driver. It, it's got a lot of power, but not too much. Uh, the 427, of course, can be a different story. 
Um, and the 427, interestingly enough, never won a major points race, uh, mainly because the, the, the aerodynamics are bad. And of course, the engine had a lot of weight. It doesn't handle quite as well. Mm. Um, but the Cobra, we have to talk about the Daytona Coupe, which you only made six of. But that fixed the aerodynamic problems. It looked completely different, but it was based on the Cobra chassis. And that's the car responsible for winning the 1965 Manufacturers Championship for sports cars. It never came in first, but it came in second and third often enough to accumulate the points to win. That's amazing. And uh, I'll tell you what, when, when they had those races, uh, it was almost uh, like the... Uh, the, the dealerships need to start getting out their cash registers ready to run some orders because uh, cars just flew out of the out of the, the dealerships when uh, people saw them uh, winning races. So it's, a, it's an amazing thing. Yeah, the, yeah, the saying was uh, back then, uh, win on Sunday, sell on Monday. Thanks for that, James. Autouniversum.wordpress.com, the blog to check out for the Jet Age Motoring on the Cocktail Nation.
stands between a city and a disaster is a man. Coop Cooper on the Cocktail Nation. Nation. When you hear something that sounds like a gunshot, drive. Okay. Hi. Attention, Earthlings. I have some news. What do you want? This is the Cocktail Nation. Hey, Big Daddy. Cocktail Nation. The Cocktail Nation. www.cocktailnation.net Every little movement, every little thing you do, is it sleight of hand that commands my heart to love you? Every little movement, every motion of your hips, 
Mario Grigorov and Every Little Movement also played Jean-Michael Bernard Kainer, Awkward Dinner and Gay as Chanel and Perplexity On the Cocktail Nation official Lounge Life magazine is the magazine that we love to talk about here It's a retro magazine, retro stories I find I put in the magazine and you can check it out, links via the website cocktailnation.net Good friend of the show, Gary Wells He's got a cool little article there called The Touch of Jack Jones. Uh, James Bond, we've always got a James Bond story. James Bond movie Henchmen, ranked worst to best. And Elvis Presley's gun has fetched almost $300,000 
at auction. So check it out. Links via the website. It's a Flipboard magazine. I've got a link up on the website, coxination.net. Today, much more stuff going on. Ignac Semmelweis was a doctor in the 1800s and was the first doctor to champion hand washing as a means to prevent infection. But everyone made fun of him. He discovered that women in the clinic, staffed by doctors and medical students, died at a rate nearly five times higher than women in the midwives' clinic. The big difference between the doctor's ward and the midwives' ward is that the doctors were doing autopsies and the midwives weren't. So Semmelweis hypothesized that there were some particles, little pieces of a corpse, that students were getting on their hands as they uh, were doing the operations. And when they delivered the babies, these particles would get inside women and develop the disease and die. So he ordered his medical staff to start cleaning their hands and instruments, not just with soap, but with a chlorine solution. What Semmelweis had discovered is something that still holds true today. Hand washing is one of the most important tools in public health. It can keep the kids from getting the flu, prevent the spread of disease and keep infections at bay. And you'd think everyone would be thrilled by this news. Sadly, even though Semmelweis had solved the problem, they weren't thrilled. For one thing, the doctors were upset that Semmelweis's hypothesis made it look like they were the ones giving childbed fever to the women. Unfortunately, Semmelweis was not a very tactful person, and he publicly berated those who disagreed with him and made some influential enemies. Eventually, the doctors gave up on the chlorine handwashing, and Semmelweis, well, he lost his job. Well, that's about it, Stuff fans. We'll have more for you at another time. Thank you. Bye-bye.
Telle Nation. Cocktail Nation. Shot me down, bang bang. I hit the ground, bang bang. 
Hypnotics and Bang Bang, brand new music that has come to the Cocktail Nation. And thanks to our good friend of the show, Brett Barnes, who uh, sent through some links to me. He says, uh, the Hypnotics, a Las Vegas exotic band, have released a pair of new singles, My Ties in the Morning, which is an instrumental inspired by a trip to uh, Dukes in Waikiki. And the song we just played, Bang Bang, a cover of the Sonny Bono classic and he said both are available on his Bandcamp page which is brettbarnes.bandcamp.com and I absolutely love the Hypnotics terrific terrific bands so check them out today time to take a look at the World of Swank gig guide lots of things on at the moment and I'd love to hear from you as well if you've got an event on or maybe you're a promoter you can always send me an email thecocktonation at gmail.com October 2 cocktails in historic places at the Queen Mary Linda Carone playing this week at the Cage Park World of Jazz Festival Tiki Fever Sarasota October 5 Big Bad Voodoo Daddy September 15 at the Yamamava Concert Series and running until September 24 in Sydney, there's an exhibition called Marilyn, the Woman Behind the Icon. So check out those events via the website, goctonation.net. If you've got something, let me know. I'd love to put it up on the website and mention it on the radio. Every time you get dressed, remember that if you die, that's going to be your ghost outfit forever. Very deep, Cocktail Nation.
d'ici ce de cocktail nation de Cooper. Nation Mustard Allegro, I think I'm a salamander. <laughs> That's from their new album, Kitchen Essentials, which was just sent to me this week. Tiki Joe's Ocean as well with Temple Bells. You can always email me, thecocktailnation at gmail.com. And I got a note from Gary Rubusi this week. He's the author of the Eddie Flynn books. He just want to let me know that he's halfway through a first draft of the new Eddie Flynn caper, The Irish Goodbye. And he said it's coming along really, really well. And I've been listening to the Cocktail Nation uh, to write it to. Really sets the mood for the mid-century vibe that I'm trying to capture. Anyway, I'm hoping that when it's ready, I can send you a copy. Maybe have a bit of a chat about it to the nation. Yeah, we, absolutely we can do that. Stand by. We've got a uh, terrific book coming out from him real soon. Here's Extuela now and Komodo. Thank you. 
D'ici ce de cocktail Nation Mid Cooper. Nation, Mark Riddle and Lahena Rula. That's from his Lahena Sunset album. And uh, we certainly wish all of those in Lahena the very, very best as they rebuild their community. Next week on the show, a special coming your way. More on that a little bit later in the week. I'm going to leave you with the Tiki Aki Orchestra and the Outbreak. Stay hip. <laughs> 